Welcome to the One Stiletto in the Gray podcast with your hosts, Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Well, hello, everyone. We have some really exciting topics to discuss on the show today. The Archers in Lockdown. Gong Bath Heaven. Have you ever had one? The Challenge of Covid. Conquering Zoom. Sonny's Yoga Yarns and Janie's Harpic Hiatus. Plus, Parakeets, Jack Russells and much, much more. What is this podcast about, Janie? Well, it's about being our 60s and 70s, Ooh. which we unaccountably are, Sonny. <laughs> yes, we are. And we hope that, that everybody who's listening who's not got to that age yet will no. reach it at some point. Yeah. And I think we take our inspiration from the character that you play in The Archers. Oh, yes, dear Lillian Bellamy. <laughs> yes, she is a woman of 75. I mean, she's never owned a pack of mac in her life, has she, Lillian Bellamy? Or indeed, them furry slippers. She's had mules. She'd have had mules. She'd had mules, sure but not them furry mules, slippers from Marks and... Oh, we've oh, got to be careful what You've I got say. to be careful. From no. one of them stores. Yeah, we might, want, we, <laughs> might, we might want advertising from them. So what should we chat about? What do you think should well, we talk about today? I'm just uh, sort of speaking of Lillian. I'm just curious mm. as to whether... When you're going to go back up to six episodes a week, or well, I think we're working on that now. Oh, yeah. Were you in studio the week that do COVID you know, happened? I was. Do you know? It Were was. It was chaos on a stick. I can't tell you what it was what like. Happened? I, well, it was March. I can tell you it was March. Well, um, yeah. Well, we'd we were right in the middle of recording. Right in the middle of recording. And of course, each day, you know, you got a bit new, more news on the bulletin. You know, we've mm-hmm. got this COVID thing, and things may change, and you know, and, and London may lock down. I mean, there was all sorts of stuff going on at the time. And because um, we record at the mailbox in Birmingham, so actors um, in the Archers come from all over the place, a lot from London, Midlands, you know, all over the place, Newcastle, you name it. Um, and I happen to have recorded most of my stuff, but I I, hap- I had to hang around because I was in various scenes that were being dropped in and, and, and out. And as we, we recorded the first week, absolutely fine, there was no problem because we record four episodes a day, there was absolutely no problem at all. But suddenly, um, the Wednesday of the week that we went into lockdown on the Friday, there was this sudden realisation that London could be locked down, that things were getting really bad and that everybody was going to have to, you know, like lemmings, disappear into their homes, basically. Um, but the thing had still got to be recorded. So so there were actors down in London saying, I can't come up, I can't, I don't want to come up on the train. I don't know. So it was almost like, well, we've got all these episodes, find an actor, any actor to say the lines as long as we can get the plot out. You know, it really right. was that. So I was very much on the sidelines with all that um, going on. And then I remember one lovely um, actor, because his son Jake was in London at the time, saying to me, he lived in Wales, saying to me, I think you should get Jake to get back up because he could get locked in London. You know, it was, it was really cut. He said, I've got to get back to Wales. And um, and obviously uh, the powers that be were very concerned about actors. So actors who'd come up on trains and um, you know from, from London, suddenly cars were called for them. They were taken back down to to London. So we had recorded half of the episode um, that month, but the rest of it had to be completely abandoned. So there were twelve episodes which were just not had to be written out completely. And if I remember correctly, I think. Um, possibly it was June Spencer who plays Peggy um, who was involved in that. So, you know, you, even more so because she was older. You didn't want she's her being, She's 102. Two. 102. Yeah. Um, you know, you didn't want her suddenly having to sort of run the gauntlet of, of COVID. So um, it was decided that basically we will pull the plug 
on it. There was nothing else that could be done. But um, our editor um, was determined, basically, that the programme would continue in some way. Um, because I think everyone was mindful that many of the people who listened to the archers were older. Uh, you know, we were having to go into isolation, self-isolation. But actually, you know, it was really important to have the continuity of something like the Archers if somehow we could keep the thing broadcast. Um, and um, he, Jeremy, and, and um, the rest of the admin, you know, huddled together to find out what they could do, decide what they could do to keep the thing on air. I and mean, that was the joy of of radio, I suppose, unlike telly, you know, yeah, you could, it, it was stop. impossible. It had to stop. But there might be a way with the archers. Um, and so it was decided that equipment would be sent to our homes, basically. I think <laughs> there were about, probably at the time, maybe 10, maybe less of us, I don't know, because I was in the first experimental guinea pig lot. Um, and we had microphones sent to us and, and um, all sorts of equipment, you know, um, uh, to record at home. And um, initially, we we just haven't, I don't know if people remember, but we recorded monologues because it was a terribly complex thing because <laughs> we had to record it all on computer. Thank goodness, Jake, my son, had been sent home from London. He had come home. Um, and I, I couldn't have done it without him because I just couldn't understand the complexities of what we had to do and how we had to record. And we were recording anywhere that we could that had, um, you know, some kind of a, a, a acceptable acoustic. So for, for us, it was in the spare room and I had a, an old um, stand behind me. It was an exhibition stand with an old duvet over the top. I think Jake found it somewhere in the, in the house, in the depths of the house. Um, and, and that was the acoustic behind me. Um, and other people, you know, were inside wardrobes, in kind of cubby holes, coal <laughs> holes, anywhere that could replicate to a degree um, uh, the, the, the studio situation. Um, and I remember you saying you had to negotiate with the neighbours for the kids not to be absolutely. playing out in the garden Abs while you were recording. Because the kids were not at school, that's obviously, right, because of because, COVID. That's it, because it was April, May, and it was beautiful summer weather. And um, yes, of course, anything would bleed through, you know, as you yeah. were recording. And it was a nightmare because people's Wi-Fi wasn't good um, and, um, you know, people would go down when we were recording because we had basically the actor in, in whatever room they were, the coal hole under the stairs, wherever they were, but then we had a link to the studio manager um, and then we had another link to the producer. So we were all on separate links and, of course, Wi-Fi would go down sometimes, sure. you know, from us all. Um, but, yes, then you had to contend with with Wi-Fi, co corruption once you'd actually recorded something, because although you were recording and sending down the line, we also had to save it on our own computers in case it did get corrupted down the line. This is why it was really so complex, and I was sweating cobs. I mean, it was just a nightmare. Um, but then, yes, you were dealing with children crying outside, dogs barking, um, and I did have to negotiate with the neighbours, and he was so lovely, our neighbour. He said, don't worry, sonny. He said, I I'll take the children out for now when you're recording. <laughs> the people was just so lovely. Um, but, yeah, we, 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 we just did uh, monologues first of all and we had no read through or anything like that we just sort of launched in um, but I think some folk well, the listeners didn't realise it was incredibly difficult because there was no software from the technician's end at that stage and that was why they, they, it was eventually created for this particular issue but at the time you know they were using software that, that was cobbled together and, and um, it was really quite hard making it all work so so they didn't have the software at their end and I'm guessing uh, you know I, mean, I have known you for a while 
um, that not everybody who was receiving this equipment was technically confident about no, setting it up. Indeed not. Not everyone had a Jake like no, me at home. No, indeed. Because I really would have been, it would have been, I would have done it. And, and the technicians were wonderful in that they, you know, did hold your hand through it. But no, not everybody was happy with that I hope they weren't holding your hand, so not during COVID. <laughs> well, you know, yes, it would have been a little tricky. But um, yeah, so yeah, not everybody was happy with that at all. But we managed to, to do it, and we got through that. And then eventually we got onto two-handers. Um, and, uh, you know, it was wonderful when you heard mm. another actor down the line. Uh, and then eventually we started to do little little scenes. But, I mean, you know, it, it, the problem was you couldn't sort of rehearse all this, you know, in the privacy of your own home. We were exposed <laughs> by the public. We were going through this because there was no time to rehearse it or, or to try and find out what the best way was to do it. We just had to launch in, basically. Um, so, yeah, that was... So recording from home for a lot, a lot of the time, and then eventually we started to have Zoom read-throughs, which in themselves, you know, because I'd never heard of Zoom. What's Zoom? Sound like a car? I had no idea what it was. Um, and the, the interesting thing was, you know, I'm I'm not very technically adept at all, but that's one of the things about COVID. I think for all of us that we've yeah. suddenly come much more adept at, at coping with with technology. And you know, I'm quite a quite a dab hand with my Zoom calls now. But I certainly wasn't at the time. It was terrifying. But again, the Zoom read throughs were not altogether completely successful because again. You know, people's Wi-Fi would just go down and suddenly you'd be doing a scene with somebody and they'd just disappear, you know. I mean, it was just... And you couldn't always hear everybody and then there was the delay um, and you thought somebody had finished speaking and they hadn't and you'd launch it. And that. I mean, it was just you know, a, bit, a really big, big chaotic. But but at least we did it and we, we went out on air. And then in the following August, we went back into studio, but we had to be really careful about that. I mean, we, normally in studio, you know, if it's a scene between three of you, you're sharing a microphone. Right. But the health and safety was second to none with all that. And so we had to have very specific areas around the studio that where we could record. We, we still have our own microphones. We don't share a microphone yet. Really? Um, so it's it's. Uh, you so know, sorry, sorry, when careful. you say you have your own microphone, is it? Mm. Do you mean you don't have one with your name on it? But you no, you just when you go into studio. So if there was a scene, I don't know, between four of us or what have you, um, you're all on a separate no, microphone. You're all on a separate microphone, and um, and that's again more difficult for the technicians because all that's got to be married together. Whereas before, if you're using one microphone, you know, it's 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 much easier to edit. But there were all so that's one of the reasons why there has been the delay in um, getting back to the six episodes because it's just it's it's because it's a continuous. Um, feed with the arches you know it's not like one-off dramas where you've got time to pull back and time to edit it's a continuous feed with the arches so it's a rolling thing and so it's a lot of work for the editors to um uh, or the producers rather and uh, the technicians to get it out so it doesn't sound like recording at home was a particularly happy experience. It wasn't. For you. I didn't like it much. I'm afraid. No, I didn't because of the of the tension that was involved in recording. And I think there was a time when Jake wasn't there, and, and things did get simpler. I have to say, with the whole recording from home, from my mm -hmm. point of view, when they sorted out, you know, the um, the, the technical uh, stuff. But it still was always pretty stressful. I have to say, I used to get pretty pretty terrified. No, so I it was lovely when we got back into studio again it really i mean just started now having read-throughs again um in the studio which is lovely because you start you're seeing people again 
you know, it's that whole... Because we were having to go in to record, but you just record the scenes that you were in. So you wouldn't do read-throughs. You wouldn't see anybody else. You would just... As soon as you'd done your scenes, you were out, and other people came in. So you didn't have any social time at all. So it's lovely now, because you're starting to chat with people and find out what they're doing with their lives. But COVID was extraordinary, wasn't it, from that point of view? I mean, I was, how was it for you? Well, it was very, very weird for us, because um, my... Husband Nick had just had his last chemo treatment for a very nasty cancer when lockdown started. Mm. And we just got this text from the government, or at least he did, to say, you're clinically extremely vulnerable because he has a blood cancer. Mm. Uh, stay at home for 14 weeks. Mm. Like, eh? What? Mm. So I think it was 14 weeks. It ended up being 14 weeks. It might have been 12 to start with. So mm. it was like, literally, we were in the house and garden. We were lucky to have a garden. Mm. And the weather was nice. Mm. Um, but we didn't leave it. We, it was absolutely mad. Mm. We had a food parcel delivered after week two and the sort of mm. panic of, <laughs> mm, mm. Um, we had a food parcel delivered by the government. Mm. But at this point, um, at least one of the supermarkets had been very good about making sure that we could get priority slots. So actually we, you know, we mm. were getting food with no problem. Mm. Plus the whole of the street were marvellous. Mm. Somebody locally set up a WhatsApp group Brilliant. and we were the only people, I think, isolating in the street. So whenever we said, has anyone got the jar of coffee? Mm. It's mm. like everybody wanted to help. Brilliant. And so seconds later, like, wow, people have... People are bringing everything to us. So we didn't really need the food parcels. It was incredibly mm. difficult to get them to stop. Really? Yes. <laughs> yeah. It was, a, it was a great irony because I volunteered at the local food bank, mm. you know, for, for, for some years and, mm. until COVID hit. Mm. And I had been parceling up food parcels that were very similar to these. And uh, it's very odd to be on the receiving end of them. It was a very, very strange time. We... It felt very scary. We used to put the bins out. It was a big, big excitement. Once a week, we'd put the bins out. <laughs> so we'd go out through the garden gate with the bins, um, sort of looking to left and right. Is there anybody in the street? <laughs> Whiz around the front with the bins um, onto the pavement. And then the next day, we'd take them back again. And that was the highlight of the week, really. <laughs> Very, 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 so, very, 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 Yes. So, well, not big, but, you know, it's adequate, so we didn't have to spend... We weren't budged up against each other in the same room all day. Otherwise, I think we, the kitchen knives would have been out and we probably stabbed each other. But, um, well, you know, so much happened on Zoom. Go, you, know, like, you know, you and you and I managed to have a... Once we figured out Zoom, mm. managed to have a Zoom chat most weeks, didn't we? Mm. Um, oh, it was a lifeline. I mean, oh, things like that, you know, yeah. and FaceTime. And they were complete lifelines, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. And uh, my yoga class went Zoom, so, you know, my yoga teacher who oh was... goodness, downward dog on it Zoom. It was bloody... It's, and she's still doing it now. Really? It's absolutely bloody marvellous, yeah, because... Did you do it properly, though? Because yeah. you weren't being watched. Did you, oh, did yeah, you I do... am being watched, because the camera's on the... <laughs> she's watching me on the camera. Really? Yeah, she can't hear what I'm saying just as well. But, um, yeah, no, she can see me on the camera. Can't hear me swear. Did she give you notes? Breath. Did she give you notes then? You know? The odd note, yeah. Did she get your leg back up here? Yeah, Janie, kick that leg James. up there. Um... <laughs> Yeah, so that was extraordinary because nobody nobody ever knew that you could do yoga on Zoom. No, no. I've had physio on Zoom. I have. have have Physio on Zoom, I do. So you know what to do. Massage that bit of your body, Janie James. Your hand there, Jane. He says he's a a physiotherapist, Sonny. (laughs) 
just get him out of the yellow pages? <laughs> that sort of thing. Just put your hand there, Mrs. James, and rub it up harder, and down. Yeah, harder, harder, Mrs. Harder. James. Yes. Yeah. So I have this... Are you feeling that, Mrs. James? <laughs> yes, I am. Thank you. I feel much better now, thank you. Yes. So it's surprising what I've done on Zoom, really. Did you have to pay for this? I do pay for it. I think perhaps this is going the wrong way around, isn't it? Um, yes. No, so that's working for me. The, the, the Zoom yoga's working for me. Would it, are you still doing Zoom yoga? Still or doing, actually, no, she's really? never going to go back to doing no. real life yoga. Really? No, because she, she lives a long way. I mean, I used to go... I live in southwest London used to go into Hammersmith for yoga because mm. uh, she's just a brilliant teacher but she mm. lives out in Surrey and it's a long journey mm. and um, and she can stay at home and do the classes and I don't have to go you know to a train and two tubes to get there mm. I just fall downstairs <laughs> Literally. Onto the mat. <laughs> oh, I do need and to yoga. There I am, yoga in the way. So, is it a large class? I mean, how many of you are there? I do don't always class? know. It's probably about 15. And you do, do, you, do you like, can you see the gallery? Can you I, see everybody I doing could, their thing? I could if I wanted to. I tend, <gasps> not, tend do you, not to. Do you not do that? My eyesight's not really that good enough. Well, yeah, it's, um, you know, I, on my screen. I'm quite a long way from the screen. There's a lot of people. So I look out for my friends and I give them a special wave at the beginning of the class. Dear. And then we unmute at the end of the class and Dear. say goodbye. You do them. om. It's marvellous. Om, we om away. Do you om? I miss not oming with other people, though. Yes. Because I'm on my own. Yes. And that's not quite so. Listen, I've gone back now to, to proper yoga. Have and you? I, but I had a gong bath the other week. You had a What's a gong bath? A gong bath. I knew you'd be interested. What's that? You lay in the bath and somebody well, it sounds a gong? like that, doesn't it? It does. That, well, it's meditation. It's oh. absolutely marvelous for an it's hour and a half lying on the floor for an hour and a half. Oh, the that's best nice. bit of yoga, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. But no, we've got a new yoga teacher. She's lovely, and um, she's a masseur. She might do mass massage on Zoom. I've no idea, but um, it, she does the gong bath. And so what that entails is it was lovely actually. Uh, we went to a church hall. And you take a sleeping bag and you get into your sleeping bag. And she's got these huge, literally huge kind of Tibetan gong things. Ooh. So for the entire time that you're there for an hour, she's hitting the gong Ooh, at different sort lovely. of levels. I was, it was different absolutely different frequencies. It was absolutely marvellous. I absolutely adored it. Um, and I will go back and do more. And she holds a class once a month. But yes, it's a gong bath. So it's good. With your gong bath yes. and your in-person yoga, are yes. you doing it in a mask or are you, have you whipped your mask We've off? We've whipped the mask off now by have very you? daring in my little yoga group. I say. Yeah. So are you bunched yeah. up against each other uh, or are you socially distancing? No, we have sufficient distance in order to be able to do things like downward dog, you know, without bashing into each other or anything. Um, no, it's... It, yeah, we've got very bright. I mean, it went through a, a, a bit of a cycle with it, you know, because first of all, we had to arrive and we had to put our little mobile phones up to check that we hadn't got COVID and register with the National right. Health and do all that. And and we had to, you know, slip in wearing masks and we mm -hmm. had to exit another door and we had to, you know, use all sorts mm -hmm. of things and creams and things. And we had to have a certain distance between. But now we've got a bit brave. We don't have to have masks anymore. Same. I know. But it, it actually is lovely to be part of... The group again. Yeah. I do. I do yeah. like that actually. I I, I do miss the sort of social bit. I don't miss the travelling, but uh, and the yoga class I do is for the is called age well yoga. It's for the over fifty five. But what you have to remember is some of these women have been doing yoga for seventy yeah. years, uh. and my God, are they flexible? Yeah. Yes, I mean not like me, but yes, yeah, some of them can, can stick their leg around their head and all that twice. Some of them. <laughs> 
Um, yes. It does show what, you know, what a life of yoga can do for yeah, you. Yeah, no, it's true. You it is wonderful, actually, yoga, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I came to it. I've been doing it for about 10 years now. And I was mm. saying to Nick the other day that I haven't got any more flexible, I don't mm. think, but I haven't lost any flexibility. No, that's good. Which... Which is good. Yes. And I think practising all the balance and stuff. Mm. Oh, I'm hopeless at the well, balance. Like, how would we stand in our stilettos if we, if we hadn't been doing the balance stuff in yoga? Not quite. I can't do the balancing there. I, I'm, I'm a terror. I can't do yeah, it. Really? No, I'm really awful. I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> what happens, what happens when you I do it, Sonny? Tell us. Just tell the nation just, what happens when you balance. I just fall over. I just... <laughs> Lillian, Lillian wouldn't fall over, but Sonny no. does. Um, yeah, it's, it's terrible business. It's, it's, it's terrible affliction. Any balance? <laughs> Any. But oh, you know, I'm so tempted to get you to stand up and stand on one leg now just to see what happens. <laughs> but, you know, it goes back. I was always hopeless. It took, I was 18 months old when I learned to walk. My mother thought I was never going to walk. Really? <laughs> I just have a terrible, terrible... And, you know, when you were at school... Mm. And you used to have those awful gym lessons when they turn over the sort of long things you sit up and you have to walk on that narrow bit. Did oh, you ever have to do that? Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do that. I couldn't get over the horse. <laughs> those horses? Oh, well, I couldn't. I but just... then we're short, aren't we, Sonny? Yes, we are, but I got my legs tangled up with my arms. It was terrible. Honestly, I was hopeless. So here I am trying to do the tree pose, you know, and I'm trying to look sort of all elegant. I can't. Do it. I just, I just fall over. It's terrible. But I do think she keeps. She's very lovely. My yoga teacher. She keeps saying, "No practice makes perfect, Sunny." But not in my case. I mean, it's just definitely not in my case. Well, I suppose. I suppose we look on the bright side, Sunny. You're getting lots of, lots of, <laughs> lots of practice and getting up off the floor. <laughs> yes, there's a bit of exercise involved in that. Well, you know, as we as we get older and have, because you don't fall over when you get older, do you? Have a fall. You have a fall. You have a fall. Yeah. And as yeah. this happens, we need to we need to know how we can get up from it, don't we? Yeah. God, I didn't. I never knew this about you that yeah. you couldn't balance. No, so. well, I'm sharing it with you and the nation now. So can you can you sort of stand up? Stand yeah. up. Or, <laughs> no. Can you can you balance on tiptoes on with both feet yes. on the floor? Two feet's okay. Two feet's it's all the right. one leg that is the. As issue. soon as one leg's off the floor, you're <laughs> over. <laughs> I'm over. I'm gone. God, grief. Yeah, yeah. It's terrible, you know. I do think it's it's very worrying. Apparently, it's it's all but to do with your to, hormones or something. I but don't. You used to dance. Well, it's two feet, isn't it? That's all right. I don't know. I mean, most most activities in life, even walking one foot off the floor at one point. <laughs> it's, it's, always, it's very rapid. I the problem is with so. yoga, you have to it balance slow. there for a long time, don't you? You do, actually, isn't and it? it? It is. So anyway, she says, you know, when we have to do these balanced poses, she says, son, if you'd like to, to use the window, so please do. <laughs> Just support stay away, Stay away from those elderly people <laughs> yes. around you who might go down like yes. nine pins. Yeah. She said, try not to look at other people. It's me. That's what she means. Try not to look at Sonny because oh. you'll be straight down there, loves. Oh, oh dear. I God. don't know how we got onto that. But I do love my yoga. Yeah. I do. I do. Well, <laughs> on two feet. But there are other things I can do very well that other people can't do. I mean, I can bend down and touch my toes. You're very, very flexible. Well, very short legs. <laughs> short, short legs and short long arms. Short legs and long arms. <laughs> No problem to yeah, see, I've got, I've got long legs, long legs and short arms. So, oh, uh, yeah, my hard. feet, I can sort of touch my knees. Yeah, but um, are you good at the balancing? I'm not, some days I am, some days I'm not. I'm not bad at it. Good for you. Yeah, I, 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 mean, I want you to brilliant. show me later the tree pose. Well, I won't do it now, do. just no, in case I fall over sideways. Um, but yes, yeah, so, but you can do a tree pose with your toes on the floor. Well, you can, you? and I do, but it's, it's cheating. cheating. It's cheating, it's cheating, isn't it? You know, it's really cheating. Yeah. 
But um, anyway, there we are. How did we get onto this? Well, it's I'm just thing, sure. things we've done on Zoom. Things, things we've, we've done, done on Zoom. Zoom. Yes. Yoga and, and mm. things we did during lockdown. Yeah, but but seriously, it was it was really an extraordinary time, wasn't it? I mean, and suddenly we were plummeted into this self-isolation and a completely new way of life. And, you know, as, as you say, we, we're both fortunate enough to have gardens, but, you know, you think about people who, you know, were in flats and things like that, and had, I don't know how people coped, actually, with children, young children, because, you know, and thank goodness I was through the school years because oh, yeah, I yeah, think yeah. we yeah. would have killed each other. Jake and I would have killed each other. You know, trying yeah. to get him to do homework and things like that would have been hopeless. I couldn't have done that. Oh, and we, you know, and I thank God I wasn't working. I mean, you, you were recording the archers. Mm. It's a funny thing because I've always, you know, over the years I was thought, oh, if I had lots of time, I'd write more. You yeah. know, I'd be doing a lot mm. more writing. I did bugger all did writing you? in mm. lockdown. Mm. Just wasn't in the mood for it. Mm. So for some reason, mm. I always had other things on my mind. Yes. Um, doing lots, lots of spreadsheets on COVID deaths and cases. <laughs> I still, I still do my <laughs> weekly spreadsheet. Um, yeah, Gosh. but not. I didn't feel at all creative. No, I cleared a lot of drawers out. Oh, we did. Ours has never yeah. been tidier. Yeah. But I'll yeah. tell you what happened to me at the beginning of lockdown. What? No bleach. No. I had no bleach. And you couldn't get any? Couldn't get any. No. No, the supermarkets, because everybody else was well, bloody tidy in their houses, weren't they? Yeah. It was awful. Yeah. I got what I thought was a bottle of Harpic yeah. from Amazon. <laughs> Turned out to be 24 bottles of Harpic. <laughs> no, we're still working our way through them. <laughs> Um, <laughs> you could have shared them out amongst the neighbourhood. I could have done actually, couldn't I? I was just a bit embarrassed. It's not a thing, is it? Um, but yes. Yeah, so, so how come we, you got twenty-four? You must have pressed just, the wrong button. I was just a bit frazzled. Mm. Um, I just—it was a—I ordered a quantity of one and hadn't hoisted in that one was a box of twenty-four. Ah, got you. But yes, mm. no house, house has never been cleaner. Mm. Yes. It isn't like that now. <laughs> no, no, not, not that we're doing. I mean, because of. Neck and his yeah. vulnerable stuff, and we obviously didn't do much for a long time. And then he mm. had his jabs, and didn't develop any antibodies. So yeah. it's only been really in the last few weeks that we started getting out a little bit mm. more. I went on a train. I used my got my freedom pass during oh, lockdown. Well Never had a chance to use it. Ah. Used it last Saturday. Oh, Did exciting. a nine-minute train journey. Ah, brilliant. Oh, it felt like I was. Did you celebrated. It felt like I was going to the North Pole or oh, something. Mm. Yeah. Nick, came down to the station to see me off. <laughs> <laughs> champagne with champagne. Well, there should have been. I felt, you know, I rather felt there should have been brass band and dancing girls or something. Jane James is back on the Waterloo train. Um, but, yeah. Were there a lot of people about? Were there a lot of people on the train? Not so many, as I had feared that I would be budged up against people coughing and yeah. sort of hurling sputum. Did you wear your mask? I did. I had yes. my mask firmly on. Yes. yes. In fact, I had a, a sort of medical grade FFP3 <laughs> mask, uh, plus my scarf pulled up over my nose and mouth, so I looked like a bank robber. Um, but yeah, nobody nobody sat next to me or coughed on me, thank goodness. So yeah, no, it was all right, actually. Yes. I, I uh, In October of last year, um, I, I was honoured a show that I was supposed to do and it was up in Kendal uh, in the Lake District and, and I decided to go up by train and it was the first time I'd been on a train well for months and months and months and I was really scared I mean I have to say it was quite stressful and I prayed that nobody would sit next to me they didn't mm. fortunately but it, it was it was a very very weird and also it was it was suddenly having lots of people around you know it was like overkill somehow it was, it was it was very very odd and a friend bless her took me to the station and it was a big station that I was going to and it, I was just completely overstimulated yeah. by all these people people around 
Yeah. Curious how quickly we can get out of the habit of things. Oh, it's very, very weird. Um, I don't know if I told you I went to the Tate Gallery the other week because I had to take Nick to a hospital appointment and they wouldn't let me in because of COVID. Mm. So I took myself off to the Tate Modern. Lovely. Um, saw a lovely, lovely of exhibition. Mm. Uh, but after 45 minutes, I just felt like I'd, I was so overstimulated, didn't know what to do with myself. I had to sort of sit in a corner and um, and have a nap. It was it was extraordinary. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, just not used to it. No, just not used to it. But no, then, you know, but then people of our age were. We had all this stuff, didn't we, from the government about how if anyone coughed on us, we were going to die, mm. which was probably true at the time. And it's mm. very difficult, really, having been told that you are um, that you're in danger of imminent death, mm. to suddenly. Start jumping around, going. I think I'll. I think I'll go to. I, mean, I love the theatre, but the thought mm. of going back to the theatre now. I, mm. It's going to be a long while, I think, yes. before I manage it. Me too. Me too. What about yeah? Yeah. I mean, same. we've not. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, we've 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 not been to the theatre yet. We have been to the cinema. Oh, say. Um, but it, you know, usually on a Monday when nobody's there, right. and um and that's been that's been fine. But only in the last few weeks have we been brave enough to do that. And and the fact is that you know it's a large cinema, and as I say, nobody's there on a Monday because you know very ancient people that can go on a Monday and you can, you know, if you've got a bus pass, you can go um, and get a free coffee, which is very nice. You? Oh, yeah, it's marvellous. Um, but that's no, that so was, that was, that's been fine. That bit, but thinking about going to the theatre is another, another thing, actually. Yeah, it's that close proximity. But I, it's curious as well, getting braver mm. about going out and, and, Thinking, I mean, whereas before when I went out in the car, I always had the mask with me. I've noticed yeah. latterly, I'm thinking, oh, have I got my mask? Right. Really? Yeah, I'm getting out of the, you know, and I actually did go into a shop recently without my <gasps> mask, which was, you know, quite, I know, moment. I felt that I was very risque doing that. Oh, I say, putting, mm. well, I hope it wasn't a shop full of elderly people selling mobility scooters or something no 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 it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't that but um no but it is interesting uh, all that and i think we were making slight light of it but it was very frightening wasn't it, it was i mean but, you know certainly before we had you know um all the the jabs that we could have and, yeah, yeah. and you know because it, it was very very scary we used to get the, the sainsbury's thank you sainsbury's uh, delivery mm. and um and then wipe it all off with an, with antiseptic wipes. Yeah. Why I don't know because yeah. they're no good against viruses, are they? But it just made us feel like we were feel doing better. something. Yeah. The post would come in, we'd leave it there for two days in case the yeah. postman had got COVID. I mean, yeah. bonkers, yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely bonkers. Yes, but, I can remember doing. But that. we were very, very scared. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think you know the government did a fine job of scaring us into staying at home, yeah. but yeah. we've just been too scared to go back out again. Yeah. And we're not naturally scaredy cat people. No, but I've talked to a lot of people, you know, who feel much the same mm. about just, you know, even driving again on, on a long distance. Or, you know, oh, once you yeah. get out of the habit of it, yeah. or going on a motorway or a dual carriageway, and, you know, things you never even thought about before. But, standing um, on one leg? Standing on one leg, you know, absolutely. Um, yeah, so, and the garden's very nice. Our garden's very nice, actually. I spent a lot of time in the garden. Getting yeah. to know the plants. Oh, and we got two dogs during lockdown. Of course, as well. of course you did. You had your dogs. You got, yeah, you had your we lockdown got two little Russells. Yes. Um, and Tell uh, us about them because they are. They are Tic Tac and Badger. Oh. They're two little Jack Russells. They're brother and sister, and they are now nine. I think eight or nine. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a sad story, really, with them because we got them from the Dogs Trust. Yeah, the Dogs Trust are brilliant. Um, and uh, it, it, sadly, they they 
been a publican's dog, actually, dogs, but uh, because of COVID, you know, he'd lost his license oh. and, and he had to give them up. And um, yeah, he was very upset at giving them up. Uh, and so they're delightful dogs. They really are. They're just Jack Russell's and a bit yappy. Mm. Um, but uh, no, they're, they're, they're very sweet and they're, they're, they're fun. But yeah, they were a result of lockdown. But it was really difficult even getting a dog. Uh, during lockdown because of course you couldn't go and visit dogs trust or anything like that oh, everything right. had to be done online and you had to fill out endless forms online and um we must have applied for about i don't know five or six dogs i think you know and we, we would sort of be third or we'd be second from the top we wouldn't be first um, and these two little ones came along and they posted them you know on on the site posted? and we saw them oh, we well saw you know what you mean post, post you meant they posted the dogs to you no, no, no. Tech, tech, technology chain right. they posted on it and um yeah so these two little faces popped up um anyway we applied for them and, and, and we got them and they are they are lovely they're, they're great they just cause mayhem and a lot of poo yeah. in the garden oh. <clears throat> well we can only hope that you don't have to record the archers at home anymore because of the prospect of shutting those yeah. two up yeah. When you record for an hour. Yeah, uh, they just have to. Do. The writers would just have to write in Lillian. Yeah, yeah but Lillian. she has got Ruby. Ruby the dog, but they'd have to. Ruby, Ruby in 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 unison. Yeah, have two. Yeah, Ruby with a friend. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby's friend. Yeah. Uh, yes, but um, yeah. So so yeah. Did you acquire any animals during no. lockdown? Uh, no, no, no. We have fish. <gasps> fish. We have fish. We drew inherited when we when we got this house. Were you forced to eat fish. any of the fish during lockdown? No, um, they. We were getting to the point of looking at them and thinking, if things get bad, at least we've got the koi carp. They're big. You've got parakeets, haven't you, in your garden? Yeah, not not ours, but the flocks of them. Yeah. Yes, I, I rather like them. A lot of people don't. Oh, I think they're lovely. But we have. Yeah, we've got, got foxes. We've got foxes. We've got yeah, yeah very, very very friendly foxes. Um, very tame. We've got lots of wildlife, and we do enjoy them. A lot of lovely birds. Uh, that we managed to do in lockdown, which is mm. to actually look at the birds in the garden mm. and start to recognise some of them. Mm. I don't mean as individuals. I mean <laughs> as as types of bird. So, you know, I, I can now identify a goldfinch and a woodpecker and oh, that's great. pigeon, that sort of thing. I mean, it's that, that is the really one of the positive signs, isn't it, of, of, of lockdown, is, mm. is the pace of life inevitably yeah. just slowed yeah. down. And suddenly you had time for things like that. I mean, that yeah. was one of the things that I, and I'm sure lots of people, you know, realised we were hurtling around all over the place before lockdown yeah. and actually never having time to breathe or to reflect on anything and and i rather like i don't think it's just because we're older but i like the pace now of my life i'm very more mindful i'm not allowing myself to get into that kind of very fast slightly manic rhythm you know taking time taking a bit more time yeah i, th I think that's true i don't really want to go back to hurtling around like a lunatic um as i was before mm. um it's it's given us a time to stop and stop yeah. and think but I, I think i would like i'm ready to be a bit more sociable which mm. is just as well because i'm coming over to your house for dinner tonight yeah you are what yeah. are we having spaghetti bolognese oh spank bolognese. Yeah. you do a very good you do a very nice spank bolognese. thank you very much i'll give you the five later. Thanks for listening to One Stiletto in the Grave with Sonny Ormond and Jane James. Our marvellous music was composed by the wonderful Tom Smith and the podcast produced by the brilliant and ever-patient Jake Wilson Wainwright of Raggedy House Productions. See you again next time.